hi, and welcome to Experience Points by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. I'm your host, Dave Ang, from Games-Based Learning by University XP. Find out more by going to universityxp.com. On today's episode, we'll answer the question, what is an ortho game? Different people play different games for different reasons. Some of us play games to enjoy ourselves. I like to play games to socialize. Some people play games to win, yet some other people play games to learn and cooperate. If there's anything I've learned over the years studying games, gamification, and game-based learning, it's that games serve lots of different people for lots of different purposes. But the type of game that is the hallmark and staple of game design is the ortho game. If you're like me, then you're probably asking yourself, what's an ortho game? If you've ever asked the question, how do I win, then you're probably playing an ortho game. This episode answers the question, what is an ortho game, as well as reviews the characteristics of ortho games. Ortho games will also be compared against competitive gaming and casual gaming. So how do you win? That's the basic question behind the premise of what an ortho game is. There isn't a specific definition out there, but for the purposes of this discussion, ortho games are games that involve two or more players that result in one person or team being ranked the winner after playing with an agreed upon set of rules. So this means that classic games like bridge, chess, and poker are ortho games, whereas other games like Minecraft, Terraria, and Farmville would not be considered ortho games. Well, how about role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons? Are they ortho games? Not exactly. While D&D may have some ortho game elements to it, an RPG is really only an ortho game if everyone agrees at the end of it that a winner is determined by some sort of system, i.e. whoever has the most experience. So ortho games are the kinds of games that people play when they ask the question, so how do I win? Often this can be answered pretty easily for most modern Euro gamers by having the most points, being the first to collect five stars, or being the first to accomplish an objective. But the term ortho game doesn't really answer the big question of what is a game, but it doesn't have to. An ortho game is just one type of game. There are certainly others, but for the purposes of this episode, we'll concentrate on how ortho games are designed to determine a winner. The term ortho in ortho game comes from the Greek word orthos, which is short for straight or correct. Based on this, you can come to the conclusion that an ortho game is a correct game. I find this concept difficult to accept though, as there are many types of games out there that I consider games, but aren't an ortho game. Role-playing games are one such category. At face value, ortho games are the types of games that end with, I win and you lose. There should be a little ambiguity about the state of the game at the end when points are counted, resources are tallied, and a winner is determined. Though, of course, there are certain elements of the player experience during the ortho game that serves individuals' desires and motivations. These include forming alliances, making trading agreements, or otherwise engaging with other players. These actions may or may not help individuals win, but they continue to serve the structure of the game. These aspects are called the paragame of ortho game design. So if the key question involved in ortho game design is, how do I win? Then does that mean that ortho games include cooperative games as well as competitive games? By definition, that would be a yes. An ortho game can either be a cooperative or a competitive game. Both types of games have a process of declaring a winner. That means that ortho games can be exciting to play because there is unpredictability. You don't know who will win the game from the start. Apart from games where the opening moves or setup can clearly favor a player, i.e. Food Chain Magnet and Settlers of Catan, then you don't really know who will win the game until the end. This is a hallmark of ortho games, but knowing who is going to win at the beginning is boring. Knowing that information removes the agency from other players to make any sort of meaningful decisions. Okay, so if not knowing who will win at the beginning is good, then should the game be random? Yes and no. Some of the most exciting games to play and watch are those ortho games that mix luck and skill. 
A great example of this is No Limit Texas Hold'em Poker, which took the world by storm in the early 2000s. This is a game where skilled players will win most of the time, yet an unskilled player can and will look out and still have a chance to win against a more skilled opponent. So if ortho games are both cooperative games and competitive games where players are playing with or against one another, then that means that one side wins and the other side loses. Does that negatively affect the experience for the player? Not necessarily. Ortho games can be either cooperative or competitive. Of course, casual gamers and those that play just for enjoyment can still have fun playing ortho games. It's just that casual gamers are less serious about winning the game. And to be honest, is how I prefer to play games as well. This goes back to the opening of this episode. Why do people play games? If you are a casual gamer, then you probably play games for more of social reasons, to connect with friends through an enjoyable experience. Of course, you can still care about who wins an ortho game if you are playing as a casual player. But ortho games don't serve casual players the same way that they would serve killers from Bartle's player taxonomy. The killer player type will invariably always look for that edge since they are invested in winning. This episode answered the question, what is an ortho game? An ortho game is a game that involves two or more players or teams where a winner emerges after playing a game according to an agreed upon set of rules. This episode also reviewed the characteristics of ortho games and the ways that they serve both casual and competitive players alike. I hope you found this episode useful. If you'd like to learn more, then a great place to start is with my free course on gamification. You can sign up for it at universityxp.com gamification. You can also get a full transcript of this episode, including links to references in the description or show notes. Thanks for joining me. Again, I'm your host, Dave Ang from Gamespace Learning by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. If you like this episode, please consider commenting, sharing, and subscribing. Subscribing is absolutely free and ensures that you'll get the next episode of Experience Points delivered directly to you. I'd also love it if you took some time to rate the show. I live to lift others with learning, so if you found this episode useful, consider sharing it with someone who could also benefit. Also, make sure to visit University XP online at universityxp.com. University XP is also on Twitter at university underscore XP and on Facebook and LinkedIn as University XP. Also, feel free to email me anytime. My email address is dave at universityxp.com. Game on.